Snipers, you have to see what's happening to the Bitcoin price this Wednesday as we have a candle high of 55,555 and we are seeing Bitcoin dominance cross above its 50 day moving average and its 100 day moving average now testing the 20 week moving average for the first time in quite some time. This is a huge deal and we have a lot to talk about today because remember the S&P 500 being below the 20 week moving average means that the sirens are going off right now when it comes to this upside move in the cryptocurrency market. And so we have a lot to look at today with Bitcoin forming this higher high from this initial high that we formed with a exact candle high of fifty two thousand nine hundred and twenty on the sixth of September. This is the Binance exchange price. Now we have come up to form this higher high inside of the range of fifty eight thousand three hundred and fifty three and forty nine thousand seven hundred. The question is with the S&P 500 below the 20 week moving average, is this a false breakout to potentially bring Bitcoin below the 20 week moving average, just like the S&P 500? As we know, these markets are extremely correlated. Well, I'm going to talk about that today, because, of course, when we start looking at the six hour time frame, the institutional time frame, notice how we are seeing some buy volume. We're seeing ascending buy pressure. This is a good thing, but we've yet to see the intensity of buy pressure equate to the move that brought us down. So in my books, until we start to see volume that can equate to this, we have to assume that we are forming a higher high right now. And the question is, are we going to be seeing downside into Thursday and Friday and then into this weekend? The altcoin market isn't necessarily looking too good with Bitcoin dominance moving up. I've been telling you guys the altcoins are going to bleed out if Bitcoin dominance is going to move to the upside and notice how this altcoin list many many altcoins right now are down against bitcoin and down in their us dollar value this is a huge puzzle piece we have a lot of revolving parts to talk about today because on the snipers channel i give you guys a four-dimensional analysis and by the way i'm going to be speaking on stage on a panel with mm crypto da vinci and carl the moon on October 8th to the 10th in Dubai. If you guys want 50% off tickets to this event, the link is in the description below. We now have a confirmed link for you guys all tuned into the Cypress channel to get that 50% off. It's going to be an amazing event, a lot of great speakers, and I can't wait to be on stage with some of my friends from the YouTube crypto influencer sphere. Let's just first dive into this Bitcoin analysis. We need to start on the weekly chart with this move to the upside and look at some of the more macro levels, because that's what's really going to matter right now with Bitcoin moving to this upside. We broke this market structural resistance and notice how right now we are sort of at the midpoint of this range between 58,353 and 49,700. I told you guys. Typically, when you break into a large range, the midpoint of the range becomes some sort of a resistance level, at least in the short term. That's kind of what we're seeing right now, but we cannot just put the upside move that we're seeing right now off the table when it comes to us potentially seeing further upside right now because we're still moving up. And so we really need to be aware of what's happening on the smaller time frames. First, I want to look at this daily chart since we're above all daily moving averages. That's a big puzzle piece. If we start to see any downside pressure, we could expect to potentially come down towards these moving averages. 
I think that with the S&P 500 below the 20 week moving average and below the 100 day moving average, if we start to see sell pressure, this is certainly going to be on the table for Bitcoin to potentially come below 49,700 to test the 50 day moving average at 47,000. Now, let's really start diving into this four hour time frame to talk about what we're seeing right now. A massive push to the upside brought a lot of volume in. The question is, how sustainable is this going to be? Is this just altcoins moving into Bitcoin before we see a dump? Realize this when Bitcoin dominance is moving up, we also have to attach a narrative to the price action. It's just part of technical analysis. 80% is psychology. By the way, today is a new moon. The new moon and the full moons do affect market psychology. And then 10% is technical. 10% is fundamental. The technicals are black and white, but the fundamentals are a rainbow. It could be anything, but we have to take the fundamentals, attach a narrative to why Bitcoin dominance is moving up. And the only narrative that I could assume is that the total market cap is going to come down. And that's what happened in 2018 and 2008, uh, 2019 during the bear market that we saw in that period where the market came down, altcoins bled out and it brought Bitcoin dominance up. So if that is the assumption, could we say that this move to the upside that we're seeing with Bitcoin is liquidity from altcoins, profits from altcoins going into Bitcoin? I think that's certainly on the table if we don't start to see altcoins move to the upside, because in a real bull market, every time for the most part, Bitcoin moves to the upside, we'll see altcoins move up in a bear market. I, I think I said bull market. I, I make sure I said bull market just now in a bear market, though. It's more of an ebb and flow where if Bitcoin moves up and altcoins start to move down, that is confirmation that the macro environment is saying it's time for Bitcoin dominance to see strength. And what would usually happen is we see the final transfer of capital from altcoins move into Bitcoin. Bitcoin moves up, altcoins drop, and then Bitcoin eventually starts to come down because that's why the alts moved into Bitcoin. Because maybe Bitcoin is expecting some downside and the alts moved into Bitcoin to hedge against downside from the altcoins, because of course, altcoins will always see more downside than Bitcoin, being the fact that their market cap is a lot larger. So could we assume that that's the narrative of this upside move? I think that being the umpire and with Bitcoin dominance coming above the 20 week moving average today, that's not a surprise for those that have been tuned to the Cypress channel. That's certainly a narrative we could attach to this upside move so far. And so for those inside of our discord group, the link is in the description below. Once again, we send out cryptocurrency signals, swing trades and day trades on a daily basis for those that trade intraday. And for those that trade long term, we're seeing a lot of participation from some of our members posting their charts, monitoring every single minute of price action. So thank you all in the discord for participating and adding value to our community. Remember, the link is in the description below. If you guys want to get into our discord, it's discord.gg forward slash profits. Now let's go into this three hour time frame. I like the three hour time frame. It's not a more you know popular time frame like the 240 minute chart. We're seeing that same type of ascending by pressure, but we know that there's still a lot of large sell spikes of volume that have come in since we topped out on the 6th of September before seeing that 19% drop. 
that tells me that in this consolidation range right now, we could still see some of these large spikes of sell pressure and that could certainly bring Bitcoin to the downside. So we want to monitor that. Why am I not extremely bullish right now? You know, I've been in this market for years and years and years making videos on YouTube every single day, pretty much for the last four years about this market. Why am I not bullish with this move to the upside? Well, if the traditional markets were not below the 20 week moving average, at least the S&P 500 and the DXY was not pushing to the upside, I wouldn't have a concern about this move. And here's an additional piece to that. If Bitcoin dominance wasn't moving up the way it is, I also wouldn't be concerned about this move. But because these three revolving parts are acting the way they are, I'm very, very cautious of what we're seeing right now with this upside move. And so let's just talk about some upside and downside scenarios that could potentially happen here with this large range. There's very, very high chances of volatility to the upside and downside. We know there's resistance at 58,350. If we get to that level, though, would that assume that Bitcoin could potentially even see new all time highs? I think that's certainly on the table. Now, I actually advise a lot of high net worth individuals that are in this market, celebrities, venture capitalists, family offices. And a lot of them over the last few days have asked me, Naeem, if Bitcoin crosses 53,000, we're not in a bear market, right? I've always said yes to that. But now that we've crossed above 53,000, the question is, because the market always does exactly the opposite of what people expect. Was that the reason we were able to cross above 54 or 53,000 right now? That's certainly on the table. Do I think that we topped out at 55,555 on the dollar? I don't know. That's a very, very bold opinion. But what I will say is inside of this range, do I expect us to potentially come back down to test 49,700 at some point or another? I think that's certainly maybe the most likely scenario at one point or another because of the revolving parts. So just remember 49,700 right now. There's also confluence here with this market structural previous resistance that could turn into support. 49,700 would be the first target if we start to see weakness on the smaller time frames. So far, we don't see weakness on the smaller time frames. So when it comes to the upside scenario, I don't believe Bitcoin is just going to cross above 58,353 if we come to test it. But if we do come to test it, that's a very good thing in the macro environment, because at that point we have a floor for Bitcoin that is going to continually rise. And that means that the worst downside scenario becomes higher and higher in price. The higher we go right now, nothing just goes up. Everything in markets will ebb and flow up and down. And so we can't say this is just going to skyrocket to 100,000 US dollars right now. But what we can assume is that if we continue to see strength right now, there is a potential we cross above 55,555 and test 58,353. I think that's on the table for the upside if we don't get the rug pulled on the 15 minute chart with this move to the upside. We did see a lot of sell pressure come in. But on the smaller time frames, like the three minute chart, the day trading intraday time frame, we did not see much sell pressure yet. So it's a very interesting time 
Let's cover some of these revolving parts now that I've talked about these two scenarios for Bitcoin. What's happening to Ethereum? Well, Ethereum, as I've mentioned, if Bitcoin was able to get above 49,700, is coming now to test this market structural resistance and sort of testing this 3650 resistance. A lot of other altcoins have yet to form this type of market structure where it's come up and formed another high over the last few days. If we were to just look at, let's say, Cardano, I'm not going to sit here and look at Axie Infinity or some of these smaller cap coins, because when we talk about altcoins, we're talking about large caps. Those are what matters, or at least we can call them mid caps, Cardano, Polkadot, Binance coin. Notice how we don't have that type of market structure yet where we've come up and formed another high. We're actually rejecting this weekly open on Cardano, and it's sort of the same storyline with all these other altcoins. Does that mean that maybe what we talked about with that narrative of these altcoins moving into Bitcoin has happened for the majority of altcoins, but has yet to happen for Ethereum. I think that's on the table. Look, the Binance coin yet to form new highs from yesterday, unlike Ethereum. And we're kind of seeing that narrative here with a lot of these coins. We look at uh, Polkadot. It actually did form up a high beyond yesterday. But remember, that's a small market cap right there in comparison to Cardano and the Binance coin. So we go and look at the Ethereum to Bitcoin chart. Guess what? We're at 65,000 Satoshis. That's been the biggest level of support that we've been talking about. This has been the level that I told you guys. If we get to this level, we break below 65,000 Satoshis. With Ethereum being a leading indicator for altcoins, this could be a bad sign for the overall altcoin markets when it comes to the macro environment. Because if we break below 65,000 Satoshis, guess what the next target is? 53,500. And that means that if Bitcoin comes down, the overall market will come down and Ethereum could potentially come down 20% more than Bitcoin does. And that's why when Bitcoin dominance is moving up, we see altcoins move into Bitcoin because it sees less downside. And this has all been predicted on our channel because we didn't form new highs from the May top for the Ethereum and Bitcoin chart telling me that the majority of altcoins are going to follow this direction. Of course, there's always those isolated cases, as I always say. And then we look at the chart that factors in altcoins outside of Bitcoin and Ethereum. Same deal. No new high since May and now coming to test the 100 day moving average showing weakness. That's a big deal. Confirming Bitcoin dominance is potentially ready to rise. If that happens, what's the narrative that we have to attach to this? The overall market potentially comes down. Look at the total cryptocurrency market cap chart. This is a very interesting chart right now because look at this market structural resistance that we are facing right now. Question is, is this it? Did we come up? Did we form this lower high again since we formed the lower high on the 6th of September? And now it's ready to come back down. I think if we come below 2.259 trillion, that's going to be a big, big concern for the overall market. This could certainly bring Bitcoin dominance down if this pushes down. We break above this resistance, we can start changing our opinion. That would be an indication that new capital is flowing in the market. But because we've yet to form new highs since the May total cryptocurrency market cap top, right around that $2.6 trillion level, we only can assume that it's just the same money in the market moving in between coins right now. We're not seeing new capital flow in, and that's what typically happens in a bear market. But once again, if we're in a bear market right now and we've yet to form new highs because until we get above this high from May, 
we are still in a bear market. That means we're closer to the end than the start. So don't take that, uh, you know, too harshly to say that we're in a bear market. And then let's talk about the revolving parts. Why are we so concerned with the DXY staying above 93.82, not breaking down below it? That's the worst case scenario for the cryptocurrency market to see upside because when the dollar strengthens, what happens? All assets tend to come down. And that's pretty much why we're seeing the S&P 500 moving to the downside. And this has also been a big, big concern. We need to monitor this weekly open at 4355 ish for the E-mini futures contract. If we can't get above that, we can assume that we're coming down to the 200 day moving average at 4150 for the E-mini futures contract. This continued downside is not going to be healthy for the cryptocurrency market. So international markets, Japan, not only gapping down below its moving average just two days ago, but even coming down and forming new lows today, that's not a good puzzle piece. So that's why I'm so cautious right now with this upside move. The puzzle pieces just don't look good. And with that being said, thank you all for tuning into the Cyber Channel today. It's going to be an interesting couple of days. If you enjoyed this video, remember to smash the like button. If I want to um, you know, say one thing, it's I'd love to see one of you or many of you or dozens of you at this conference in Dubai. October 8th to the 10th. The link is in the description below. It would be an honor to meet some of you snipers that have been tuned into our channel. Remember, there's a discount link in the description below. For those not in the Discord, discord.gg slash profits. And if you guys want premium signals, the link is also down below, tradersprofitclub.com. And with that, thank you all for tuning into Sniper's channel today. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Until next time, snipers out.